for those just starting out, to those who built their reputation. In the detail industry, navigating the course is a daily grind. This is Play by Play with industry professionals tackling topics and offering tips to help improve your game plan. Now, here's your Play by Play. Alright, we're back again. What up? Another episode of Play by Play, and today we have a woman who has grown her following on YouTube and is helping the masses. I mean, really, she's uh we've watched a bunch of her videos, we watch them down in the shop all the time. She knows a ton about detailing, very informational. Uh, her name is Chelsea Longabaugh, mm-hmm. and she owns Attention to Details in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and she's gonna give us the details on how she built her following on YouTube today. And we need that because we need to be- boost up our YouTube followers. <laughs> yeah, man, the three for sure. our three followers are are a long way away from her mom's kind of lonely i think she's like over fourteen thousand. if it wasn't for my mom and your mom i think we'd have like one follower right that's Christine. <laughs> so, guys, in addition to, uh, of course, having Miss Chelsea on the show, we are also going to be bringing you our Hacker Hack. It's Friday. Uh, gotta have Hacker Hack, That's right? right, man. And so this time, you know what we're doing? What? Going into the bedroom, and perhaps we're going in between the sheets. Oh, yeah. nice. Right. Love, so, love to be in between the sheets with you, Ryan. You know, that's where I like to stay. That's indeed, and I don't blame you. So I, think, that's, I think I know where you're going to this one on high spots. Okay, you do? Yeah. yeah we might be checking out ceramic uh, in high spots. So is that really? Yeah. I just when I think between the sheets, I think high spots. That's amazing. Same for me, buddy. <laughs> okay, I'll so see. You, I figured you, you guys stick around. You'll enjoy it. All right. So look, before we get to uh, before we get to all that, because that's going to be a great show. We already know that we're going to kill it. Um, I want to talk about something. All right. I want to talk about how hot it is outside. <laughs> I want sure to talk about the weather, Ryan. Yeah, nobody's <laughs> dealing with that. You guys aren't hot out there, are you, Billy Smith? Yeah. In Akron? Uh, uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, let's talk about it. Because uh, right now, dude, it's, it's burning up. And uh, and our podcast room is quite warm as well. Um, we have to keep it quiet so you guys can hear the quality of our voice. And we sacrifice our air conditioner for you. So for just you keep guys. that in mind. It is hot as hell in here. That's right, man. Um, so, but anyways, no, seriously, detail shop. What do you do when it gets hot? You gotta do something, right? You, you can't have these guys out there in the middle of the sun at twelve o'clock in the mm-hmm. afternoon, can you? No, and not everybody, uh, not everybody has AC. You right. know, so like we detail really large boats, and we spend a lot of efforts in closing in our shop. But at the end of the day, some of these boats don't fit, so the doors stay open, air, air conditioning goes out, or we don't even have air conditioning. But if we had it, it would go out. Right. So we have implemented a few things that we do, okay. and these are going to be suggestions that that we do here at our shop, but. Um, you guys feel free to comment on there if you got any other ideas and stuff, and let's just talk about it. So some of the things that we do here at the shop, first things first, fans yeah, and a portico. Um, and I know Billy Smith was down at our boat show uh, last year and bought one of the really large um, yep, Cajun cooler. Um, uh, he bought one of those at the boat show, uh-huh. and, and I saw that in his shop. And, uh, of course, we have a big yeah. portico here, and we have fans throughout the shop, but we don't stop there because you can only blow so much hot air around, right? right? Yeah. Um, so we ran um, soaker hoses on top of the building. Ah. So we take the water out of our well, and we pump well uh, cold well water down the roof line, and it goes down the roof, and it cools the roof. So that's what the dripping was off yeah. the side. You yeah, it's not just raining on the shop all the time. Uh, well, I thought you said it was the condensation from the uh, AC unit. No. Uh, that's why. I'm, no. I'm a gullible boy. I believe yeah. everything. No, so we pump the water. Now, listen, guys, if you're on city water, you're going to pay out the nose for right. it. But, um, but we're well water, so we literally just pump the water up. Um you know, dr- pump it down the roof. It gets hot. Like that water is like bath water when it reaches the wow. ground out there. That's how hot that roof yeah. is. But it cools the roof, right? It sucks that heat off that metal, and it cools the roof, which helps us cool the air. 
That's pretty ingenious. Yeah, I mean, you know, it works. Um, another thing that we do is a cooler full of water, you know, bottled waters. Um, mm-hmm. Keeping them ice down, keep the guys hydrated. Um, that's important, you know, obviously. And not just the detailers get hot. You know, that ceramic. It yeah. needs to be, you know, at, we'll a, at a fairly cool. cool temperature, too. So it, you probably stick that in the ice cooler, too. We, we can. Yeah, we do. Um, you know, and uh, it does help slow down the flash time, especially when it's hot and humid. Mm. You know, here in Mobile, we have the humidity to battle with the heat. Right. And that's what really makes that ceramic flash fast. Um, so, so, yeah, cooling that ceramic down does help a ton. And then, of course, um, we've actually changed the hours of our shop. Right. Tell me about that. Yeah, so this has been a trick. So um, we actually have the guys starting at 530, okay. and we end at 2 or 230. I, I think they – I don't know when. It's 2 or 230. You hear that, Rob, from Delta Bay? Yeah. 530 yeah, It just got worse, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> so we start at 530, but here's a couple reasons why. First of all, obviously, it's cooler. Yeah. Um, and the body can acclimate to the heat at a slower pace. So if it started, if you know, it's one thing to start it if it's at 90 degrees when you start out right. of the bed from 68 or 70 degrees to 90 versus you know 68 to 70 to 75 right. or 80. It's a slower transition into that heat. Okay. And so you're not near as hot yeah. as you're detailing. Your body kind of warms up to it, I guess. Yeah. And the hottest part of the day is at three o'clock. Sure. You know. So now they're getting out of here. You know. That's nice. And uh, so it's important. So we had to do a few things though, right? That doesn't just happen. Can't ask every you know car to drop off at 5:30. So a couple things we did. One is we reached out to the customers the day before and try to get at least one car or two cars for our car crews in that that evening. Right. All right. Our QC manager still comes in from 7:30 to 4:30. Okay. That way he can greet. So he you know when the cars drop off mm-hmm. in the afternoon he does the check in. Yep. And he and then the customers can still pick up for four thirty to five or whatever that's you know smart. and so and he, he can go still with, them. with them right when they pick it up right so that's just an idea for you guys if you yeah. have to change your time you don't it's not you know you don't have to change it for the whole staff mm-hmm. you know all the sales team still starts at um, eight o'clock eight to five or whatever their hours are yep. um, but so their hours didn't change um, only the detailers that are working in the heat. How do we have coming in at five thirty mm-hmm. so there is some scheduling issues you know there's some scheduling. Um, problems that we had to solve right but man it's so much better for the guys and they love getting out of here at two o'clock or 2 30 100 percent. i'm actually uh i've been talking with a couple you know kind of like the one-man show detailers yeah yeah owner operators kind of yeah they're they're um one of their solutions was uh, literally work in the morning yeah take a big break yeah. during the day and then go back in the evening and he's like man i stay at my shop sometimes i'll sleep at my shop jamie thomas what's up they, he's, yeah. he's killer man he's out there doing it but well uh, you know and listen you do what you got to do right. i mean i remember going you know when we were traveling a lot doing the larger boats um, we would go do, you know, we would ch- like follow the sun. So the sun comes up on one side, we'd work on one side, the other side of the boat. Mm-hmm. Once the sun crossed over, we'd work on the other side of the boat. Okay. So we would work the boats in quarters. We'd start at the front, quarter away from the sun. We'd work that one. Sun goes over, we'd work on the other side. And okay. then, then the next morning, we'd just work our way down the boat that way, rotating from the sun. Um, yeah, yeah, because you cook smart. out there, yeah. man. You'll cook. And then there's some areas that you're just going to die on. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you nothing know? around. Yeah, up on no the brow, around. you know, these. Uh, uh, these um, up on the brow? Yeah, uh, so that's what it's called mm-hmm. on the on the fishing boats. Um, I mean, there's, there's no way to hide from the sun. Right, you know, you're just gonna get cooked out there. But you know, you make it quick. <laughs> <laughs> but you still it's do the, the quickest part of the detail. Yeah, and so you know, you you do these things. I mean, obviously Gatorade. Uh, uh, another thing, they sell that Gatorade in the powder. Yeah, and you can do the igloo coolers, mm-hmm. and uh, it's really a concentrated Gatorade. 
Um, that makes uh, you know, helps electrolytes, helps you know, refuel these guys. Keeping them hydrated is key, man. You, you keep don't them hydrated. You do, you do. We keep champagne around and beer. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, you know, whatever. Mimosas in the morning, right? You know, beer after twelve for lunch. <laughs> Got a little look for I Jessica. Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you ain't found the champagne yet. <laughs> it's in there. I got a fridge in my in yeah. my office. Go check it out. But uh, yeah, you know, so, so listen, guys. I know that all of us are face, facing these things, and uh, you know, I wanted to talk about it because there are things that you can do. You don't just shut down the shop, just like everything else. Mm-hmm. We don't just oh, it's, it's it's a heat advisory, so we wave the white flag and shut the gate, and we're going to close for the day. We've been closed all week long. That I, I've gotten it. Yeah. yeah, every single day. <laughs> That's not happening. If the sun landed on the earth, we'd figure out how to how to, how to detail around it. <laughs> right. I mean, it's what we do. And so, so it's not just the rain that you're, you know, those mobile guys that are out there, they deal with the rain and now they got the heat. Yeah. So how would you, what, what, what suggestion do you got for them? For rain? Well, just, I mean. Uh, rain know. and heat, man. You just work around it, dude. That's what we did. You know, if it's rain and you got an opportunity to wash, that's what you do is you wash the, you know, wash the vehicle or, okay. or boat. That's when we would do the wash outside. Um, I mean, we just, we worked around it. And, and here in Mobile, ch- chances are, it, it doesn't rain all day, like a lot. Right. It'll rain like an hour or two almost every day. Every day, yeah. Yeah, so we waited for, like, we would watch the forecast, and we would work through lunch. If, if there was rain in the mm-hmm. afternoon at 2 or 3, we would we would literally not take lunch. Sure. Wait for the rain. Rain comes, we go take lunch. Nice. Um, you know, and that's just, that's what we did, I mean, forever. We would watch the radar every day to see if anything was going to pop up, and that's when we would take our lunch. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, you gotta was, find a you gotta find a way. Or if you're like my detailers, when I wasn't there, they would just uh, you know eat lunch, then at the, then sit in the car in the rain, in the air condition, cool down, you know, awesome. ride the clocks, what I think they call it. Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> pretty smart. Yeah. I don't know. Hence the fact that they're all in the shop now. Yeah, that's right. Okay, <laughs> yeah. we're we're no longer mobile detailers. That's hilarious. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah, but that really happened. So, uh, but no, guys, listen, it's hot as hell out there. Seriously, watch your guys, watch yourself, stay hydrated. Don't don't kill yourself out here. There's ways around it. Put a tent up over the car get in the shade you know it's not good to lay coatings and, and wax and sealants and in the direct sun anyway so get you some shade work it out a lot of these customers if you're an owner operator they'll let you use their, their you know their garage don't be afraid to ask things like that if you need to because they want their job they want their job done and they want it done right so you know to ask somebody hey can i use your garage or mm-hmm. you know can i pull it under this tree or pull it over here under this you know carport or something don't be afraid to ask. Right. Do it just you know because it's it's the quality of the job. You're going to deliver a better product if you're more comfortable. If the if the car's in better conditions, you know mm-hmm. you're going to do better work. Well, same, I know same a place that you can get all the shade you want. Just ask a question in one of those groups on Facebook. Do you talk for money? Or, yeah, you know, yeah, no they'll doubt. They'll throw shade at you all day long. They will. They will. So listen, that's it on the heat, guys. So we put water on the bill and we keep water for the guys. We changed our hours. You know, keep fans. Obviously, the yeah. porticles are work really good. Um, the, the big ass fans, literally, yeah, they're called big, called ass, big fans. ass fans. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, a couple of those in the shop. Anything to keep that air moving, make it a little bit more comfortable for the guys. Always um, does better, but. And for office guys like myself, I've got a little portable AC unit yes, in here that yes we're just uh, enjoying. So yeah, so we can all make it work somehow. Yeah, yeah, we're not like Bryce Sanders. <laughs> sorry. What is it? Bryce Sanders is like, talking about office people that work in the office oh, versus yeah, yeah, boat yeah. detailers. I saw the post. I saw that. All right. Well, listen, that's going to do it. We wanted to at least give you some thoughts of how we battle the heat. Let's bring on uh, Miss Chelsea Longball and see if she has ever had any issues with the heat. Definitely. Hello there. Hi. I see that you're organizing and cleaning. Is that something you can show my guys how to do the sh- in the shop? <laughs> Trust me, it's it's a rare experience. When I have downtime, I'm like, oh, dear God. I know, <laughs> so. I know. So yeah. I, we actually have, um, I don't know if you saw it on our schedule today, but I actually scheduled some jobs this morning. 
um, that say detail the details. Yeah, shop. I did see that. Did you oh, see shit. that? I was showing it off Ryan yesterday. See, yeah, Ryan <laughs> sees the schedule a lot, and because uh, he shows our software up to the people, and I, so I put it on there so they wouldn't forget what I wanted. Right. <laughs> the detail, the detail <laughs> shop. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely something that is a work in progress for me. You know, so, it never. Um, isn't it? Go ahead. No, I was gonna say I have plans that we've been in this house about two and a half, almost three years, and. We're actually going to have to build an additional garage space for a future vehicle that my husband might be getting. And nice. he doesn't want me moving it in and out of this area constantly. Mm-hmm. So the plan is once that is all done, then we can epoxy resin the floors and get some more professional cabinetry in here and make it more of a dedicated workspace versus a family garage. Yeah, but sure. it still ha- it still has to be practical and functional for us because I still got tons of balls and bikes and stuff. I try to keep like that corner of the garage uh, out of videos because <laughs> but people you don't, know, you know, water slides and things like that. It's, it's a lot. So. Yeah, and it shows the creativity of there. You know, and a lot of detailers do it right out of their home. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it's so convenient mm-hmm. to do that, and you don't have to, you know, you don't have the added expense sometimes, and you can even use that expense there on your taxes as, as that's your shop, you right. know. And uh, to be able to multi-use that is, is, is awesome. I, I know that we worked under – a carport, literally, a, a, a you know, a two-car carport for years. Um, so that's, I, that's how there. I started as yeah. well. So yeah, it, I, I I grew up in a place that didn't have a garage. So like you know, growing up in Florida, like I didn't have that access. And so mm-hmm. even when we bought this house, it was such a luxury to be able to just have an enclosed workspace. And then my husband yes. does HVAC, so he put a mini split in for me, oh, my so goodness. I can work year round. I don't have like in floor drains and things like that but with rinseless washes we can get pretty creative and i have really great uh, customers that a lot of times if it's like freezing conditions i'll be like hey i'll take ten dollars off of your detail if you bring it pre-washed and then i can just do a rinseless and they're like okay i'll take ten dollars you know absolutely (laughs) yeah yeah where there's a will there's a way (laughs) you got that right that's yeah that's that's exactly right so that's something that's uh you know we we always try to get a little value out of one of these things and just like that right there that tidbit mm-hmm. of information I've never thought about asking the customers to do a pre-wash especially it gets you know when it gets cold and I hate to say cold down here because it's really <laughs> yeah, not comfortable but asking the customers to pre-wash and so you can bring it into the shop keep the doors closed do a rinseless wash on it you know and then uh, do your detail I think that's a great idea right. Yeah, I mean, I tell them, I'll give you $10 off, get the $8 wash, you make a $2 profit for the inconvenience, and it saves me so much time and effort, and it does the undercarriage, you know, tires and wheels, I can button that stuff up, I can do a chemical decon with a rinse wash, so winter time-wise, that's how I kind of work around it, and it has worked really well for me, but... There's no, still times that I'm out there freezing my butt off, and my husband's like, why? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm a masochist. Like, right. <laughs> I must be out in the nature and, and have sunlight and stuff like that. I, I can't stand indoor lighting for interiors. Like, yeah, it right. is not, It's not ideal. I could have Shekinah Glory in here with every light that <laughs> is on the market and still be like, I'm missing a spot. I feel like yeah. I'm missing a spot. <laughs> yep, absolutely. The yeah. sun check. I mean, we still, every every vehicle, every boat that leaves here gets sun checked outside, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that's where our QC is done. Our QC is not done in the shop. Like, you run it mm-hmm. out, you, you, the sun tells all. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter it how good of lighting brutal. you have. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's brutal. It's hot right now. Right. What's yeah. the weather like in PA? I, I mean, it, it can't be as bad as what we're dealing with down here in Alabama, but it's, I'm sure it's... It's about as volatile as a woman's emotions, and I can say that Ooh. being a woman. I yeah. mean, we've had 
we've had anywhere like when it should have been spring weather it was like 80s 90s high humidity the other day we were 70s and it was actually like freezing cold and wow. now we're back into i think it's 75 outside right now um, mild humidity but this weekend like i just saw winter or a summer solstice warning on my mm -hmm. weather bug alert so the heat's coming so oh, i'm trying to brace myself because i i am not a graceful sweater i <laughs> drip and it's awful so. I'm the same way. We shot a video this morning. I can't tell you what kind of video because we can't make that announcement yet. But uh, anyways, like, so, you know, you're trying to look, like, nice for the pictures and all, and it's out in the sun, and I'm just sweating, like, profusely. Like, it's just melting, and, and thank God we don't have to wear makeup like the ladies because oh, they're, you know, makeup's really Oh, I don't bad. even try. Yeah. I don't even try. I, I, I mean, try. I've I've gotten to a point with detailing. I, I don't glam up for the vehicles because they do not yeah. care my customers want to see someone who's working hard on their vehicles they don't want someone that's who's right. pristine so i mean half the time i'm like if it's really hot out that's when you'll notice on my youtube channel you'll see a lot of my hand and yeah. you won't see a lot of my face because i get like <laughs> red faced and nasty and i'm just like hideous looking so well, i come inside and my husband's like are you okay and i'm like <laughs> why don't you go take a cold shower <laughs> people, yeah, people would be unsubscribing left yeah, and right, right if they yeah. actually saw I my face that way the so. following not run them off <laughs> All right, so Welcome look, to the hand channel. Exactly. <laughs> hey, and there's probably a channel for that. I'm sure there's uh, a channel for that. So look, 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 look. Whoa, whoa, whoa. let's keep it on these. Uh, before we start talking about your story as a YouTuber, I do want to talk about uh, the path that got you into detailing. Can you kind of, you know, summarize it for us? Let us know, like, what, what it is that brought you into detailing, how that happened? It was kind of a combination of passion and necessity. Um, mm -hmm. I was a stay-at-home mom. My daughter was two my son was five and my like i said my husband did hvac he just started his own company this past year but wow. even working for other companies things were a struggle financially mm -hmm. like we we were able to afford everything but the idea of saving for future a bigger home because we had a two bed one and a half bath and a carport mm -hmm. and um you know we wanted to have a room for the kids and, and you know space for our family to grow mm -hmm. and we just could not get there with one budget and or one income. And so uh, I was racking my brain trying to figure out how I could do this without having to pay for ch child care because that would have been over a $1,000 a month. Yeah, and yeah. I wasn't willing to spend that much to have someone else raise my kid. So mm -hmm. I wanted to come up with a creative way to work from home, but I didn't want to do Pamper Chef or Mary Kay because those right. aren't my things. Right. And I've always had a passion for doing cars did it on the side for like family friends and always for us and a neighbor rec recommended it to me he's like why don't you put your you know information on the next door app and see what happens and I, I didn't think anything would come of it i mean i'm you know very green you know to mm -hmm. all this stuff i was using one of those standard turtle wax orbital polishers that really people hey, think it can polish but it's more for applying waxes applying wax. yeah we and we all started yeah. here by the way so don't feel oh, bad oh like, i know i i mean my husband had introduced me to polishing paint with that in the bonnets and yeah, using yeah, the, the mcguire's um yeah. three-step system that you could buy retail and i always did our stuff and it took forever and a day but i always enjoyed it Mm -hmm. And I started doing that for, I put my information on the next door app. And before I knew it, I had people messaging me and had like two or three details a week, you know, two or three weeks out. And I was like, sure. okay, what am I <laughs> doing here? Yeah. yeah. So I put together prices and packages. And I mean, I was so cheap. cheap. I, yeah, I, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know what I could 
offer customers. You know, you know, they always yeah. say, know your worth. I didn't know what my yeah, worth was. Sure. And at that time, it wasn't worth that much because I was right. very green. And I immersed myself into YouTube trying to learn as much as I could because I am very uh, obsessive compulsive in that when I become passionate about something, I do it a thousand percent. I yeah. don't hmm. understand like limits and boundaries, you know, yeah, <laughs> very well. Can definitely relate there. Think I have somebody just like that. Yeah, (laughs) I I think all detailers were very all similar personalities. We're all type A, very obsessive, compulsive, very passionate people. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there's there's sometimes a little bit too much ego when it comes to that, and so humility is something that I think comes in time um, with realizing that there's a lot that can be learned from other people, and that what you know may be a way, but not the only way. Sure. Um, But I I just became obsessed with buying stuff and trying stuff and, you know, finding people that were in detailing that could give me practical advice. Uh, And so I started as many people did, you know, just kind of um, the YouTube education and trial and error, you know, and I, um, I I mean, I think I was $75 for a full detail when I first started and it, and then uh, my second vehicle that I did was actually a Corvette and I did a three step polish on that. I actually, um, purchased the MT300 polisher and their three-step system just for that vehicle, spent two days polishing it and like killing myself. And I think I made $225 and I was like, I can't ever do this again. Like I was so tired and I was like, okay, doing the hours. And I'm like, that's not enough. Like even if I was wanting to make 10, $12 an hour, that was not enough. You know, so, and listen, that's very common in our industry too. So just you know, don't feel bad. Like we all start out trying to figure out what it is. You know, what can we charge? What are we worth? And it's real easy for somebody that's that's established, and, and I'm guilty of it too. I mean, we just wrote an ebook on how to you know um, establish your pricing, and it's like all you got to do is know your cost, and like you don't know your cost. Like when you don't when you're starting out, you don't know what you need. You don't know what you don't know. Right. You know? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and and, and so. And that's where time and really figuring out your products and your processes is the most effective way to understanding your labor costs. And then being able to, I had someone give me advice that said every six months, raise your prices by like five to 15% till you get to the point where you want to be. And I would say like, I am close to, I mean, I've been in this for five years. I'm Mm -hmm. close to where I want to be. And that's been following kind of that model because I've been able to retain a lot of my customers that way um, instead of just price shocking them. And I mean, I get COVID, I get inflation. They've all been very understanding. Mm -hmm. Um, And it has been able to weed out a lot of those customers that I probably wanted to fire along the way. They brought the vehicle and I'm like, I'm like, holy cow, I can't. I don't want to do this ever again. So I try to um, tell people to you let your, you know, don't let your customers dictate your price, but let your price dictate your customers. mm -hmm. And I think Mm -hmm. as you start to creep that up, you start to define yourself in a, in a different clientele, um, especially as you really creep it up and you can, uh, you know, that higher, that higher end, um, more disposable income, um, customer, you know they, they they expect great work, but they're it's it's a different level, and you know you they're uh, expected they're, to pay a certain amount, and if they see that you're charging a whole lot less, their immediate assumption their is level. yeah that that you're not Deep offering work. the services yep. that they're looking for if you're that inexpensive. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I've so, had a lot of people say that to me, like you're that cheap, and I'm like, yeah. well, when you phrase it like that, I was thinking affordable, but right. when you say cheap, right. there's a a whole different connotation with that. And there is. There and is. that's well, where, um, you know, notice it, I said it, inexpensive. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it is it is a luxury service, you know. Yeah, and is. and if you want to keep it affordable and cheap, that's where you're distinguishing yourself sometimes from a car wash to a detailer. Absolutely. You know, and that's where you really have to ask yourself, like, what do I want to be at the end of the day? For me, I prefer quality over quantity you know for some that works if they want to do the dealership route and they bang them out and there could be great profit in that you know there's there's no shame in choosing a calling in that way you're just gonna have to have very quick efficient processes that are probably a little bit more affordable yeah sure there's there's definitely a difference in production and then that high end i was gonna ask it now so you said you you know you did this for a hobby for a while so when exactly Mm -hmm. did you actually turn that you know decide okay i'm going this is going to be a business now and and it, it took them. honestly probably like two or three weeks of me doing them on the side. And then my cust- the neighbor that actually was the one that had recommended to me, he's like, you probably want to get become official because if someone reports you, yeah. you know, you could screw the pooch. And so mm-hmm. I, you know, registered for a business license. I got a bit a business checking account, you know, did business cards, you know, went the, the route that you go as far as to establish myself at, at a basic level. Um, I'm sole proprietorship. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people said, you know, sole prop or LLC. I think with the scale that I'm at working from my home, it's been sure. perfect for me. Yep. Um, if I ever were to get to a shop, you know, industry mm-hmm. or, or something like that, then we, we definitely would, would change that. But it didn't take very long for me to become official. And then once I created the business, really honed in on my prices, packages, and that's morphed over time as my skill has progressed sure, sure. Um, to offering paint corrections and then ceramic coatings. And um, it's it's been a unexpected ride and journey for me to go from just trying to help supplement the income. There have been times that the business wants to force me to go full time, like the mm-hmm. amount of customers and the, the drive that this business has. Uh, there are times that I'm really having to intentionally press the brakes because I'm still a mom working right, from home sure. and I have two kids. My child, my son, Charles is 10. My daughter is seven. Um, and so, wow. you know, trying to put them first and still have a summer for them to spend time with me and not work. And then doing the YouTube thing also on top of that takes time. And so it's, it's been a balance, but uh, it didn't take long for me to start the detailing journey in, in my business. So I'm glad you I brought I'm glad you brought up the YouTube channel. Um, you know, we're doing this is on our influencer series and we really want to focus our conversation towards that. And uh, mm-hmm. so, you know, you you um, I saw that your first video was um, Rotary for Beginners, right? Is mm-hmm. that where like your YouTube began? I mean, did you have a following? Was you you know, were you on YouTube doing any other thing or did you just jump on there and say, hey, let's do it? Uh, I had been a part of the Dallas Paint Correction Group when I first started, and um, Scott Bly, actually, I had been an, a moderator in that group, and Max Shine had approached me and a couple other detailers to be kind of a part of, I don't want to say like an affiliate program, but like, hey, we're going to send you free product if you do a review and let us know about it. Um, and so I had been a part of that program, and so I had created the video for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, sent it to some of those within the group there just to say, did I totally make a fool of myself? Like, what do you guys think? And they were like, no, like, do this. You need to do this. Yeah. Um, and so I just had no idea what I was doing and just thought for me, when I was starting out with detailing, a lot of times the people that were doing the videos were working on really clean cars mm-hmm. and they weren't really showing you, you know, 
on, on you know, hands-on real-world yeah. scenarios yeah. and how those products work. And everything was amazing. And so that's where I got caught up with trying stuff out and buying stuff. And then I would use it on a vehicle and I'm like, this is not that good. And I was mm-hmm. like, I really want to show what a product looks like in real world mm-hmm. use yep. um, for people just to kind of demonstrate its capabilities. And so for me, it was more, I want to share my experience so that others can gauge for themselves, not, you know, just pressure someone to buy something for the sake of buying it. Right. Um, and I've, I've learned over the time, you know, I don't like to do negative reviews. That's not mm-hmm. the type of person that sure. I am. If I don't like it, chances are I don't do a video on it and I just don't review it. No, I, I was just going to say, are you using, uh, have you found that you, uh, now you kind of use your channel to document your progress as you know, you've, you, well, as you've progressed in your detailing experience, um, as well as just helping out others. For sure. And I think if you were to go back, I started the YouTube channel like two years ago. You can just see the evolution of my business. And even I'm learning as I go. And so I'm sharing what I learn as I go. I mean, I've done a couple of videos like heart to hearts where I I polished a Corvette and I was like, this is literally making me cry. It was so Mm -hmm. difficult. And I did a video like on the fly to be like, okay, this is what I'm learning. And this is, you know, if I can help with you. And I had an issue with a customer where I did some damage to his vehicle. And mm-hmm. so I was like, I'm going to share like how I've handled this situation. Uh, Cause no one talks about that. And maybe I can help someone not freak out the way I'm freaking out right now, you know, <laughs> so it may, it and it's okay to cry, you know, when you yeah. screw up. Yeah. So it's definitely um, well. Dustin said there's time... no crying in detailing. That's what he tells all his guys. <laughs> oh, <laughs> when you're a girl, there's a lot of. I cry just at a Subaru commercial, so no, it, listen, it could. At some point every day, there's somebody crying in my office. Yeah. I don't understand it. Dude. I, I, I am it. a very empathic person. I'm very emotional, and so there have been many times that I have been in tears over a vehicle. Either yeah. I'm exhausted and I just can't do it anymore, or I run into something that I just don't have the skill set at that point in time and fortunately i have really great mentors that have always been available to like if i need a question answered i call them up they're there to help me and that's weirdly enough become like i've become that for some people and i never expected that i've got people calling me all the time you know asking advice and i'm like okay hopefully i'm not screwing you over but when did you start seeing you know uh your channel kind of you know catch on yeah yeah like catching on um i don't think it's ever been like one moment it's been a slow like steady growth um you know there are some people that they get overnight success and they get a viral video and it just takes off Mm -hmm. um i think because and this is just my kind of assumption of things i think because i'm a female doing this it hasn't taken off the way some might expect, but it has in other ways taken off because sure. I surprise some people that I'm a female doing this. Um, but a lot of the people that watch me are males, but I have probably 85% of the people who watch my channel are not subscribers. Um, oh, wow. I don't, you know, for whatever reason, you know, and I am also not the type that's like, 
subscribe and like. You oh, know? Yeah, I'm I smashing that like button. Ask, I ask hate you. that. I, like, it, I <laughs> feel it, so cheaty and corny when I'm like, give us the thumbs up. You know? yeah. <laughs> so, so, you know, you mentioned the female aspect of it. And let me just tell you, first and foremost, if I could have every detailer in my shop female, that's what I would hire because they are absolutely better detailers. I've had a shop manager that was female. And women detailers as a whole are better than men, like, night and day. There's no comparison. I have uh, two right now and out of 12 uh, detailers, and I would have 12 out of 12 women detailers if I could. Uh, and uh, so so there's that. Now, I have a question for you. Um, so when you're planning out your content, you know, we uh, when we do our podcast, we kind of have an outline. You know, when we do our videos, we have an outline. Are you are you planning out that uh, content, or are you just kind of winging it and saying, "Hey, here's what I do, and let's let this uh, detail tell me where I'm going"? Or do you actually plan out the content as you're creating it? It's a little bit of both. Um, a lot of times, my videos are very spontaneous. Now, I do have like products, like people will send me products to review or test sure. out, like. I have some that I want to do for Oberk or for Underdog or yep. um, different products that I've purchased myself that I'm like, I want to review these to showcase these products. Um, I know in the back of my mind, look for an opportunity to showcase these products. Not every detail does that opportunity come mm -hmm. up. Like some, I don't even have the time to do a, a video because it requires just so much work. So I'm just like, we're yeah. going to pound it out. That's going to my Facebook page just to, you know, kind of show before and afters. But if I have time and the opportunity arises, a lot of times it's just spontaneous. I, I am constantly fudging things and like stopping, having to edit that part out. Sure. Um, you know, it may take me for, you know, a five to 10 minute video, an hour for me oh. to get everything right the way that I want to phrase it, um, set up shot, you know, set up angles, different things like that. And I'm not super cinematic, you know, cinematic as far as high end. I do everything on my phone. I shoot on my phone. I edit on my phone. I upload on my phone. So, so um, it goes to show you though, there's, and there's a, sorry to interrupt, but there's a lot of detailers out there that say, well, I just don't have time to get pictures and I don't have time to do this. You know, we own a marketing company and we're always asking for content from these detailers and they're like, well, I just don't have time. But you do. You can. You know. You don't always have to have like the full setup. I mean, we're mm -hmm. we're uh, lucky enough to have hired people in to come and help do that. Um, but but yeah, it's like as a detailer, you have time to set up a camera on a tripod or or over on a bench and say hit record and just you know get some content. Right. That's it. Yeah, I even did a video where I shared my setup a while back ago for YouTube, but it's something as basic as a phone grip with yeah. a tripod. And I mean, I don't even have a microphone. I normally, I mean, I've tried like, I think five or six different microphones and yeah. none of them really work properly. Uh, so I just stay really close to my camera. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, but, uh, but, or, I mean, I've been doing a lot more voiceovers lately because yeah, even yeah. as kids and life just gets in the way, I do a lot of time lapses. I tend, when I watch YouTube videos, I get really bored with the ones that are just straight time you yeah. know sitting there i'm like fast forward and like get to the Trying point to get, get to the, the point. point yep so i've been doing a lot more catering it to how i would want to watch it just a lot of time lapse like let's just cut to the the meat of this video and show you the products at work do a quick voiceover add some cool music although they've been hating me lately with music um <laughs> they're constantly taking away my monetization when i add music so i'm like ah. So. Oh, that's right. How how does that um, has that been beneficial? I mean, have you? I don't want to say have you made some are, money. No, let's ask it. Are you yeah, making money with your YouTube? Yeah, I mean, okay. I think that's a yeah. Funny, I mean, question. so yeah. with 
with YouTube, once you get to a thousand subscribers and four thousand hours watched, you become, uh, and within your first calendar year, uh, you become monetized. And so yeah. I think I did that in six months. Oh, wow, um, that's great. And you know, got to that threshold, and then from there have been able to. Uh, and it fluctuates. A lot of it is very algorithm fed. Um, you know, the more you mm -hmm. feed, I call it the monster, mm -hmm. the the more it suggests your videos to different people. And I still Absolutely. don't understand 100 percent of the algorithm. But um, but yeah, it has been very nice. I mean, I'm not making thousands, you know, maybe four or five hundred dollars a month. It's supplemental. Though. Um, you know, you it, just... it is supplemental. And then yeah. we've got Amazon affiliate links. Um, that's been cool. Say hi to my husband. Hey, what's <laughs> up, husband? <laughs> he's just finishing up a job we share the space for his hbac business so we try i try to work around that tell him down here in mobile alabama we could use a duck run into our uh, podcast room because it's quite warm well, here so you want you want to pay for him to fly down there i'm sure he would do that for you well you know uh, alabama you know, at this point, we're down. Like he said, he's in. Okay, all right. We'll we'll send the Cessna up. <laughs> all right. So I got a question here. I'm I'm a huge fan of the IDA, and you know I noticed that you build this following. You're you know you're very informational. Um, are you a member of the IDA, or have you ever considered uh, joining the International Detailers Association? I am not a member. Okay. And I know I have a lot of friends who are in it, and they yeah. highly recommend it. Um, but it's not ever been something that a customer has said to me, are no. you IDA certified? It's not going to happen. Either. And <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and so for me, uh, you know, it's just never been something that I have felt that I have needed at this moment. If I were to ever get to a point where I am doing more training, um, sure. things like that with other detailers, I feel like it would be uh, something to add value to, you know, my knowledge and certification and things like that. But it, it hasn't been something that has ever been a need you know, for me. So, you know but cool. I fully support it. Yeah, you know, it'd be cool. Um, and, and I may can talk to some people about this is, you know, you, you review products, you review something like how cool would it be for her to give a review? Like, okay, as a, as an owner operator, maybe doing it on the side or, you know, almost full time, but not quite. Where's the value at for the, you know, to join the association? You know, you're a detailer at the end of the day, you're a detailer, whether it's 40 hours or, or 20 hours or whatever you're detailing. Like that doesn't, that doesn't dictate whether you're a detailer or not. And should you be in the association? I think that there's some thought there that needs to be had as if, you know, I'm a part time or owner, you know, on a smaller scale, is there value there or is there an option for me to join and not have to pay the full premium or something like that? I'm going to talk to some people and see because that's – got a little – you got some committees that you're on with that yeah, right yeah, now, yeah. right? And, so. and, you know, listen, I, I, the reason that I do it and, – and there's never been a customer that's walked into here. We have the patches on our sleeves. I've seen what shirt I was wearing today. Um, you know, but the, the customers don't care. Um, it's more of a thing for us and my, my team. We, we actually had them all certified and – it just gives them another kind of feather in the cap and says, "Hey, you know what? We're we're, you know, we're we're certified. We do these things every well, day." Well, they're validating the skills that you've been learning and teaching, right. and, and they've been, you know. Yeah, you don't go to the to you don't go there to learn. You go there to kind of um, validate, right? And that's what it's that's what it's all about. And I think it's interesting, um, you know, that that someone that takes the approach of of uh, reviewing products and thinking about things in that manner, mm -hmm. there may be something that we could come up with that lets you look at the value of it and say, hey, what would be the reason that I would join? And let's, let's weigh the pros and cons. I like that. See, I think it's cool. I'll have to set cool. something up yeah, like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I have a, a lot of friends that are IDA certified. I sure. know Kelly Jones, Barry Thiel. Oh, yeah. Um, I, think, I think Brian Spittler might be. Um, yeah. And I mean, those are all of my mentors. Those are people right. that I have looked up to since I started. And so they're, you know, 
one, I'm pretty smart in who I choose is people that yeah, I <laughs> look up to, yep. you know, but, um, you know, you want to surround yourself with people who are knowledgeable and it's good to know that there are people out there who have validated their skills. Mm -hmm. And those are the people that you really want to, um, you know, follow in their footsteps. Sure. That's why they have trainings to, to show other people. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I would be interested in learning more about it. I'm not going to say no. Um, it's just never been in my world a need, you know? That's right. What are your thoughts on, um, trade shows? I know we got SEMA coming up in November. Uh, do you ever, or do you plan on heading up to Vegas for that show? Or do you do any of the I other shows? I hope to. I hope Ooh. to. Um, I actually just picked up my first sponsor with Car Supplies Warehouse. Yeah. Um, and that is something that has been discussed as an option, um, especially just to uh, connect with other companies and other mm -hmm. YouTube creators and different things like that. I think SEMA is the pinnacle for a lot of people, just one, see cool products, but two, for really networking purposes. So it is definitely on my uh, goal bucket list to be able to do, I think even Mobile Tech Expo, Southern yes. Detailers Conference, those are all things that I aspire to be able to go to. It's hard with my husband having his business and my kids still being in school. And then if I take off, you know, because a lot of times the moms are the ones that are holding the fort down on the back end. Although my husband is totally capable of doing right. that. I'm getting an evil eye. <laughs> right, yeah. like, he's totally capable of doing it, but I actually want him to come with me to those things because he's, oh, he he's very much... He's very much a car guy, and this world is so weird to him of detailing. Like, he's into the cool cars, but he doesn't want to know how they got I there. You know, I'm the person that we go to car shows, and he's like, look at that engine. And I'm like, look at the swirls on the paint. They're using a California <laughs> duster, you know? So awesome. we have two two very different things that we appreciate. But uh, he's like, I'm going to go to this tent and you can go to this tent at SEMA. But I want him to see this world and, and get a feel for it and get to know some people because uh, then I think maybe he would be so apprehensive while I'm always on my phone talking no, to strangers. No, he wouldn't. So. I mean, you know, when he gets out there and, and meets, I mean, there's so many couples that come in and, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, and, and mingle and, and we're friends with a lot of them. And, you know, when they come to a trade show and they get to meet everybody and see everybody, they really get to see what kind of family mm -hmm. and it, our industry has become. And, you know, it's really cool to be there. And I think it's something that you should uh, consider. Uh, one thing I do want to mention is uh, I have a good friend of mine, Drake Roberts, that uh, he's now started Detail U, but he has a massive detail following. I don't know if you know Drake. Um, uh, Drake's detailing. So he's a uh, he, he's predominantly, well, mostly marine detailing, mm -hmm. and he has a massive YouTube following. But he started right oh. down the street from me. I mean, he was in Pensacola. I was in Mobile, Orange Beach area, and we were detailing side by side for years. His YouTube following took off. Um, I mean, he's got, I don't know, hundred. Well, there's over 500,000 views on that one video, yeah. uh, Polishing Pontoons. Wow. Yeah, and uh, and so anyways, I think you should, if you're not following him already, it would probably be a good contact for you to have. I'll have, uh, we'll shoot it over to you. Just, um, yeah. And, and just for you guys to connect. I mean, I think that you have such a very good um approach to the way that you build your content is very informational and he's the exact same way this is not a planned video thing i mean he shoots it himself he edits it himself um and he started literally just like you did and i think it would be a great contact for you to have and and for you guys to connect so um and and he may be watching the show uh drake if you are uh we'll hook you guys up and uh 
yeah. and to see where it takes us. Now, I've also, um, so just to mention that, you know, Dustin at the shop, uh, you know, basically they do their morning meetings yeah. every day, yep. you know, go over the numbers. This is what we got to do. This is where we're at. Uh-huh. Uh, and then they spend the, you know, the fit, next 15 minutes or, you know, so going, just watching a video. The detailers will pick a video, yep. um, detailing related, whether it's on products or, you know, different new uh well, techniques, techniques or, or whatever yeah mm-hmm. yeah and and a lot of your videos uh come up to play so just so you know here in our shop you can't see it but this is a picture of our shop but right above that murka uh banner is a uh is a tv okay and so we watch detailing videos that are picked by the detailers uh we rotate that out and uh and we watch detail videos and so your videos have come up quite a bit and so you have helped well that's awesome uh, i'm honored yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a really cool thing, and so we have. I mean, we've literally watched your videos uh, in the mornings, and and you know the detailers will pick them out, and we'll, we'll watch you do it. So um, we appreciate the content Ooh. you're putting out. It goes to use. Yes, absolutely. now you're making me feel like I need to put makeup on if you're no, watching it that early in the morning. No, 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 no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No. Look, we know exactly what it feels like uh, to to be hot and sweaty and be into it. And, and listen, we're there for the informational side of things, and we appreciate the content that you're putting out. I think you're doing a fantastic job, and I'm happy to be a small portion of it. And, uh, you know, so just curious. That is so kind. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So if someone was wanting to find you, how would they find you on YouTube or Facebook and and all that? I try to keep it pretty simple. Attention to details with Chelsea. And that's my business name, attention to details with the number two. Okay. Um, Yeah, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Uh, My YouTube channel has all those links or should have all those links. But yeah, I mean, if people need to message me, I guess Facebook message would be the great way, Messenger. Yeah. Um, I have been getting a lot of people calling me lately, and I would prefer to leave that as a line for more customers versus people sure. who have questions about business. But because I, I never know, and I always answer, and I'm like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't um, want to <laughs> Can I call you? Well, yeah, um, half the time I've either got a kid screaming in the background, or I've got a car and I've got a you know deadline that I got to meet. So. Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I love helping people. It's It's been uh, quite a blessing to be able to, um, you know, kind of pay it forward with the advice and stuff that I was able to learn on YouTube and then take that and share it with other people. So, um, yeah, I'm, ex- I'm thankful for any support. So. Thank well, you guys for you, watching. You've done a yeah, you've done a fantastic job building that brand, building that YouTube following, and uh, push you know p- paying it forward to, uh, to say the least. I mean, we really appreciate all that you've done. We know it's not easy, and you know the pay is nowhere near what you're sacrificing to get all this stuff done. I think that you'll see that increase, and I think that you'll see your following build uh, even more so as you participate in these events and do things and get out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you've done a wonderful job. But well, listen, we appreciate you uh, coming on, taking your time to talk to us today, and. And, uh, you know, and uh, sharing your story. I know that a lot of people will get a lot out of this, and we really appreciate it. Absolutely. You resonate with a lot of, uh, you know, there's a different audience, like you mentioned, that, you know, uh, YouTube is primarily guys, but I know that there's a lot of people that are, that can really relate to you, where some of these other shops, they they might not relate at all. So I think that's great that you're, you know, that you're doing what you're doing, and you're being you, and that's that's what's going to bring the people. Yep. Yeah, and I mean, I I think my goal more than anything is to show anyone, male or female, but especially females, like Mm -hmm. this is something that you can do even from the comfort of your own home. I mean, I started off in my carport, Mm -hmm. you know, with a canopy and things like that. I know that there are a lot of moms that are out there trying to support their families and be able to work from home. Uh, I would love to see more women enter this industry. There's a lot more than people know. They're just too afraid to kind of come out of the shadows. 
because there's a lot, like, like I said, there's a lot of egos, especially in these Facebook groups. I see all these women that are like, I'm too afraid to ask, but, and I'm like, <laughs> stop, like, no, don't man. be afraid of the judgment and, That's you know, right. the people that come out and say, oh, what I know is best. Um, I would love for more women to, to, you know, step out and say, I'm here and to show that this is really something that we can thrive at Absolutely. Um, and, and kind of change the stereotype that is out there. So. Um, uh, and maybe it's a stereotype that I'm placing upon it. Maybe it's really not there. I've had a lot of people comment, oh, I didn't know you could do that as a woman. And I'm like, eh, uh, okay. Yeah, uh, that's ridiculous. I just, uh, I just want to show. Cleaning? and like even That makes you, no sense. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, listen, it, you know, I, I think that it's it's an absolutely, it's an opportunity for all. Um, I think women detailers, uh, are, are, like I said, are, are better detailers. Their, their attention to detail is of a higher standard. And if I could put, 10 more in my shop that's absolutely what i would do i'd hire females all the time i hope the guys aren't listening oh, out i there. hope they are <laughs> i hope they are oh i yeah. i was at the the business entrepreneur class um for detail wise academy in chicago uh -huh. in february and there were uh two brothers that were in the class i think they were from utah and they have a shop of all women workers yeah. i think it's 12 women and yeah. even the assistant like they're the only males that are in it and they they are like the, the number one detailing business in their town and they are making millions i mean yeah. millions well and just so you know uh, and i was like oh. yeah out of so, 35 employees the 10 detailer male detailers out here the rest i mean predominantly the mess, rest of my employees are women um i mean from the retail store to the office like uh marketing, I, I, team. I, marketing team i mean everybody I, we have a lot of women and these are very um, like, he only hired me because of my feminine, uh, you know. <laughs> no, these are very quirks, driven, so. very, um, you know, um, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, um, like, um, very, they, they've, um, their input and all, they're not scared to say it. Listen, they're very uh, headstrong. Thank you, Chris. You knew what I was looking for. <laughs> very headstrong, very self-driven people. <laughs> and look, we get, uh, it gets down. We have meetings in our office and we we got passionate people here and, and also, look, I, th I love it. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We're going to finish it up. Uh, appreciate you. Hope to see you back on soon. And uh, we'll for see sure. you later. Thank you. Thank you so All much, right. Chelsea. Thank you have guys so much. Have a great day. Yeah, you thank too. You, thank you. You know, and I love that. I mean, listen, seriously, the women detailers are, are awesome. They're awesome. Yeah, I mean, no you doubt. Know, you look at Turcotte. She's uh, she's killing it. Oh, out I there. know. She's back on, uh, taking a lot, you know, doing a lot of videos, doing a lot of uh, content, content out there, and uh, she knows what you know what got her to where she's at, and keeps pumping forward. All of them out there are just kicking butt and they're getting recognized that. now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we've got you know, um, who is it? Uh, uh, Paige. Uh, yes. She mentioned the calendar, which I'll definitely be getting my calendar. Uh, did you see that? Uh, I didn't see that, but I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, really? she said they're shooting a calendar. Uh, oh, that's awesome. And they're looking at doing one for, uh, you know, for their company as well. Oh, I love it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll definitely support. So absolutely. All well, right. that's enough. That's it. What do we got coming up? All right, guys. Uh, you know what time it is, Jessica? All right. Hey. Yeah, so. That's right. Or heck, nails it. This Every segment time. never gets old, man. That's it right. Never gets old. Go ahead, Ryan. All right. So I told you that we're going to be getting uh, going into the bedroom, and here we are in ah, the bedroom. We're in the bedroom. Yeah, that's right. Between so the sheets. We're pulling those sheets off the bed to see if they if they can help us identify hot spots in ceramic. Okay. Dustin, you predicted this earlier. Uh, this is just a variation of that oh, poster board hack. There's a ghost in our shop. Oh. <laughs> ah, so okay. I see what we're doing well, here. Talk we, about it. So we're using the sheet um, to go down the black boat to identify hot spots. And basically, it's the white reflection in the dark color that would help them identify 
high spots, such as like just like the poster board does, you can use that that white reflection, that white light that's you know emitting off the sheet mm -hmm. into the reflection. And that's going to help you identify high spots. So, Chris, um, did that did that work, Chris? Can you give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down? Oh, it worked. Okay, well, that would make sense, right? Um, so, um, this well, that's uh, pretty cool. Yeah, so it will help you identify high spots. So, you know, listen, I, I think it goes to show you if you uh, find yourself in the middle of the woods, <laughs> okay, and all you have, all you have. Is a vehicle you just ceramic coated, okay. preferably a dark color, indeed. And you're concerned about high spots, mm. and you brought your bed sheet with you. Okay, that's happened. Okay, right. Yeah. Woods mm. car coating sheet. sheet. Fold that sheet up. Okay. <laughs> use it to reflect the light onto the car, and you can tell if there's any high spots there. That's I think this impressive. myth, myth, this myth, this this, uh, <laughs> this myth has been uh, busted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this hack has been confirmed. confirmed you can hack. use it. You can do it. It's gone. All right. So that's going to wrap up today's no, show. No, it is not. Dustin oh. is incorrect about that. Oh. You see this here today. We uh, play by play is sponsored by Next uh, Diag yeah. and our buddy Sean, Sean Kozier. Uh, he hooked us up with this so we could give it away to one of our uh, podcast listeners. Yeah. I think I actually know what. Like, we did, yeah, a, we like, did a like, share, share subscribe. Um, uh, Over on our detail book. Yeah, Facebook tag, page. tag a detailer. That got us here in our Instagram and Facebook page. But listen, he gave it to us at the SDC. We we're going to give it away there. They ended up giving away another one um, yeah. at our buddies. Uh, uh, Road FS. Yep, yep. Rod and uh, Jody over there. They gave away one. So we wanted to make sure we got in front of another group of people. So we used uh, Detail Bookie's Facebook and Instagram uh, page to do a like, share to build the following. But listen, guys, these are this is the best paint gauge on the market as far as um, you know, as far as we're concerned, it's got the app that goes with it. You can, I mean, we use, we have three of them out here in our shop. Okay, we use them every single day. It's like a hundred or 120, 130 bucks. Oh, but how much would it save you? <laughs> how um, much does it cost to fix? Burn oh man, it's paint? Not, yeah, <laughs> and it's going to show you where to shoot. It's going to measure and uh, the the um, the thickness, and it's going to remember that. So it's going to go into the software, into the database. You'll have it there stored. Mm -hmm. um, it's dude, it's it's awesome. It's awesome. So if you don't have one of these paint gauges, definitely, definitely get you one. Uh, reach out to Sean Kozier. Uh, well, how did they get there? Let's see. It's um, there's a link. We'll provide the link in the comments on where you. Well, you can go to nextdiag.com. That's n e x d i a g dot com. But I think that there's a link specifically for him too. So we'll send that out there as well. Indeed. Um, okay. To, to get it. So all right, drum roll, please. All right, you 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 I'll pick do the drum roll. Hang on. All right, you do the drum roll. I'm gonna do the picking. You want to read it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll read it. Oh, All right. This is the this is lucky winner of the paint gauge. And Alexander Petway, you Alexander are the winner. Petway. I know you're listening. I know you're listening. So, Alexander, I know you're jumping up and down, excited about your new paint gauge, as you should be. It's absolutely awesome. I'll be well, in contact with you so I can get your uh, your address, and yeah. we'll get it shipped on over to you. And all right, now that's going to wrap up today's right. show. Next week we have Stanley Jacobs on the show. And until then, we'll keep your favorite podcast stream in sight, and we'll see you next week. Stanley right? Jacobs, man. I'm excited for that I one, dude. Too. Flawless. Come on with it. All right, we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.